So Father, we pray this morning that we open our hearts, we open our ears. Lord, we, we, we come to you with an expectation. We come to you, Lord, with a desire to learn from you. We come to you, Lord, with a desire to know you better than we've known you before. Lord, you are never the same. Uh, I mean, you're always the same. And Lord, the seasons may change, but you never change. Hallelujah. So Father, we pray, bring a revelation, a fresh revelation of Jesus Christ to us this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen, Amen. Well, it's um, you know we've just finished a series uh, last um, week on in this house, and um, and it was a great series. We talked about creating culture. We in this house we create culture. We talked about the culture of ups, Amen. And uh, we, we you know as a church we got to be people that lift God up, Amen. We 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 got to be people that know how to praise Jesus Christ. Uh, why do we praise Jesus Christ? Because He is our Savior. Amen. When you come into the presence of God, you, you know, you, you, I love it because when we all come together, there's something that's happening in the spirit realm. Because we're all bringing our part of revelation of who God is and joining our hands together and our hearts together to live the name of Jesus. And that's wonderful to come together for corporate worship. Amen. Alright, this morning I want to talk to you about the person and the principles of Christ. The person and the principles of Christ. And, um, you know, the person, who is the person? The person we're talking about is Jesus Christ. Now, Jesus Christ is not some mystical uh, uh, theory or mystical uh, image uh, person of Jesus Christ. He's very real. Amen. If you don't know that, please believe me that Jesus Christ is very real. He died on the cross. He walked on the earth. He rose again on the third day. He died for you and I. Amen. Now, there are principles of Christ. Now, let me talk to you about the principle. Now, the meaning of principle is a fundamental truth or <clears throat> proposition that serves as the foundation for a system of belief or behavior or for a chain of reasoning. Now, a principle helps us to behave a certain way. Now, there are the person of Christ and the principles of Christ. This is what I'm going to talk this morning. And let's look at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. God saved you by His grace. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Ephesians 2, 8. God saved you by His grace. When you believed. Isn't that wonderful? God saved you. You didn't save yourself. God saved you. He saved you by what? His grace when you believed in Jesus. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. You can't take credit because it is Christ to save you and you can't take credit from this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is a gift from God. Amen. So it's, it's free, but it's not cheap. So it's a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for good things we've done. So none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created, or can we say He has recreated us anew in Christ Jesus. So we, so we can do the things He has planned for us long ago. 
Amen. Salvation is not a reward of the good things we have done. It's a lot of religions are based on doing. A lot of religions are based on doing. Some religions teach you to pray five times a day. Can I tell you with all honesty, praying five times a day or 50 times a day religiously won't save you. I come from a nation where there's three million gods. Pick any one of them. I think just about every individual in New Zealand can pick their own personalized God. Like a personalized plate. You know, and, and there's certain behaviors and there's certain ways uh, because it's all focused on the doing. But Christianity is not really focused on the doing, but first it's focused on being. Because in your being with Christ, it's your character that is developed. Amen. It is being in Christ, you understand the goodness of God. It is spending time in His presence, you have the revelation of the person of Jesus Christ. Amen. And then out of that, that's what it says, because Christ saved you, because not by good works. If it was by good works, then I think everyone will have a salvation because we all do good works. But actually the Bible says in Isaiah, very contrary, that all your good deeds are treated as rubbish, filthy rags. All your good deeds are treated because we Christianity is not focused on just the doing, but it's actually primarily focused on being with Jesus Christ. And then we, of course, after being, developing in Christ, having a revelation of Christ, then we go out and then we bless people. Amen. There is a lot of doing, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of doing in Christianity, but your doing is not, not motivated by a duty, but your doing is motivated by the person in you. Amen. That's why when Lisa's standing here and singing, and this is how I fight my battle, oh praise the name of the Lord. And when she's singing, you don't want to stand there because it's a duty. Sunday morning is a duty. It's not a duty. It is a privilege to come together and worship Jesus together and lift the name of God. Why do I lift the name of Jesus? Not because I'm feeling good today, because I understand the revelation of the Lordship of Jesus Christ. I will never, ever, ever, ever move away from having the revelation of who He is. Yes, I gave my heart to God in 94. That was last century. Okay. So, um, oh, I don't even want to say someone born then. But anyway, it was last century I gave my heart to God. But I tell you what, I, will, I am thankful today just as I was thankful that day. And actually, the more I get to know Him, the more thankful I am. Amen. Alright. The difference between the person of Jesus and the principles of Jesus. Okay. So it's knowing and accept, accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior versus knowing and acting on the principles of Jesus. So you accept the person of Christ 
but you act on the principles of Christ. Doesn't make sense. So you accept the person. You invited Jesus in your heart. And when you invited Jesus, the person came into you, not the principle. Okay? The person, Jesus Christ, entered into your heart. And because He's entered, you've accepted. Now that you've been accepted by allowing Jesus to come into your heart, now He's created you or renewed you. Now you act on the principles of God. Amen. Are you with me? Am I making sense this morning? Okay. Okay, I'll say this again. So because I accepted Jesus Christ, because I've put on the, hello, not the old nature. The old nature is gone. The angry Peter is gone. The arrogant Peter is gone. Well, he's still there. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, but, but the old nature is gone. Behold, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. 16, 17, it says, Behold, all things have passed away. New things have become. What happened? You put on the nature of Christ. Because I put on the nature of Christ, the person dwells in me. Now I act upon the principles of Christ. Alright, principles of Jesus are... The spiritual principles, they're the kingdom principles, the biblical principles, the spiritual principles. So when you obey those principles, and then the Bible does teach us how to walk, how to live our life. There are so many principles in the Bible, but the principles are about doing, it's about acting. Amen. So it is the person of Jesus you accept, it is the principles of Jesus you act upon. Okay? Accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior is a matter of grace and faith. But acting on the principles of Jesus is the matter of obedience and faith. I'll repeat that again. Accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and, as, and Savior is the matter of grace and faith. It is by God's grace that you have entered into His kingdom. Amen. Not, hello, you with me? Not because you've done so and so. You woke up early in the morning, you prayed 50 times even before 5 a.m. It's not how many times you went to church. It's not about that. It is because of God's grace that you've been accepted and adopted into the family of God. Amen. Now you act upon the obedience. Upon the principles of acting on the principles of Jesus is a matter of obedience. Now I act on those principles because of the Lordship of Jesus Christ over my life. My will has been broken the day I gave myself to Christ. Amen. And now that my will is broken, now I act upon the principles of Christ in the obedience of the Word of God. Remember that what the Scripture says, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. If you, what? If you love me. If you love me, you will obey my commandments. So because I love Jesus, now I willingly obey His commandments. Not grudgingly. 
Not grudgingly, but willingly. I obey His commandments. Accepting Jesus as your Savior makes you righteous and prepares you for eternity. Not acting righteous. It's not the behavior. It's accepting Christ. What made you righteous? What made you righteous, Dan Ogle? Jesus Christ. Is it because of your good behavior? No. It's not because of our good behavior. What made us righteous? What sanctified us? What justified us? And what actually made us righteous is Christ Jesus. It's His blood. It's His sacrifice on the cross. So today if you feel like you are unworthy Christian, that's a lie from the enemy. Because what you're doing, if you feel you're unworthy, your feeling is based on your behavior. Amen. See, the royal family, I have no idea what they've done, but they just have the blood in them. That's why they're royal. They have not achieved or done things to become the kings and the queens or the prince and the princess, but because they were born in a family. Now, no matter what Harry did back in the day, it never did. No one can steal or rob his royalty. He will always be a prince. So what I'm trying to say is you are righteous, not because of who you are, not because of what you do. You are righteous. You're made righteous because of Christ, the person in your life. Come on. You need to get this. A lot of people are getting quite confused. I mean, I want to go into that a bit more detail, but we focus so much on the principles, but we completely forget to hang out with the person. Hello? That's why this world, Christians are finding it hard to go to church. Christians are actually now, they don't even know what Christianity is. What does it mean to follow Christ wholeheartedly, devotedly? They, the, the patterns of the world are more, more strongly speaking to them than the patterns of Christ. See, it's the ac- accepting of Christ that's made you righteous and prepares you for eternity. Not acting righteous, not acting all holy and pious, because we can all act holy. Hello, Sister Pam. Greetings, my child. How art thou today? How is thine husband? It's not about acting holy. But actually be holy. That means, be means dwell in the holiness of Christ. Dwell in His presence. Because the person is what renews you. The person. What renews you? The Word of God. What is the Word of God? It is the person. Are you with me? So He will renew you. How will I be renewed? I've got my lift here. My little A-frame ladder. Okay? So every time... Every time... So this is how I renew my mind. It's like every time I renew, what does this mean? As I go, I'm climbing into my understanding. Precept upon precept. And the more I look to Christ, 
the more I begin to oh, understand Jesus Christ. And it elevates me from the natural into the spiritual. It elevates me from the flesh into the truth. You were called to, you were called as kings and of uh, the royal priesthood, a holy nation. Hey. Now, how do I know this? When I am up with Jesus Christ, in His presence, the person of Christ, He reveals it. But sadly, I have to come down to earth and then uh, and begin to actually exercise that principle. Acting on the principles of Jesus makes you wise and prepares you for life here on earth. So, Acting on the principles of Christ prepares you, makes you wise, and prepares you to live a godly life where? Here on earth. Because when you go to heaven, you don't need to live by principles. You're in heaven. Principles are for you for here today. Make sure that you walk holy. Make sure that you love your wife. Make sure that you honor your husband. Make sure that you love God. Make sure all those principles are for us for here today. There's a lot of doing. But to be honest, before you get into the doing, you got to learn to hang out with Him. I'm just using this as a metaphor. Okay? Get into the holy place. Seated upon, seated in the heavenly realm. Seated with Christ. You're seated with Him and you begin to Kind of go, yes, Lord, I'm with you. Father, speak to me. Every time I'm confused down there, I come into your presence. And when I'm in your presence, I am renewed. Now that I'm renewed, I begin to act a holy life. Anyway, accepting the person Jesus Christ creates righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm trying to think where the scripture is. I should know that. You know, righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. Don't you want to be a part of His kingdom? Come on. Come on, everybody. Hey, anyway. All right. Now, acting on the principles of Jesus prepares you to flourish, succeed, have good health and prosper here on earth. You with me? So accept, accepting Christ or Jesus as a person cre- creates righteousness and peace and joy. Now, obedience to His principles m- makes you succeed, makes you flourish, have good health, because it says, hey, if you obey my command, you will walk in good health. I mean, I don't want to go into the, the, the layers of unforgiveness. And when you don't, un, don't forgive people, you, sickness can come and attach your body. You, if you read the, the Old Testament, you read the New Testament, but I, I keep going back to Deuteronomy 28. It clearly talks about how to be walking in the blessings of God. And if you do this, 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 you have the blessings of God. You do this, 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 you walk in the curse of God. So, acting on the principles of Jesus Christ makes you flourish, succeed, have good health and prosper. This is done not out of duty but obedience. What do biblical principles teach us? 
You know, the biblical principle teaches if you do this, you will receive this. If you do this, either you will have good or you will have bad. There is a do and a don't. We are called to act on the principles of Jesus by faith and obedience. Amen. I love it because it says clearly, you know, there's so many things that we can pick on uh, about the doing. You know, hey, make sure you love your wife. Make sure you love your husband. Make sure you to be a good father. Don't provoke your children. And uh, be a, uh, what do you call it? Be a worshiper. There are all these doings. But how do those doings come to uh, pass? Is when you actually are being with Him, then your heart is connected with, with, with your body and your body follows where your heart goes. See, person of Jesus gives you, a, you know, the person of Jesus gives you the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5, 23 Now Galatians 5, 23 says, But the Holy Spirit, who does this? Who produces the fruit of the Spirit? Is it the Holy Spirit or your good works? A lot of us think, think it's our good works make us kind. It's not your good works that make you kind. It's actually the Holy Spirit who produces. How do I walk in the fruit of the Spirit? Not by the principles, acting on the principles, but actually accepting Christ and being with Him in His presence. And then the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives that is love, joy, peace, patience, Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You know, today the world's lost how to recognize God. Oh, I have to be kind. Giving someone $50 is not kindness as the Bible teaches. The world will say, isn't James kind? He gave Peter $50. Oh, that's kind. No, 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 that's not kind. Your kindness is produced by dwelling in the Spirit of God. Anyway, think about that. Accepting Jesus, um, the person of Jesus, without, without Him, you know, we can do nothing. The Bible says without Him we can do nothing. You've got to have Christ in you. I love it, you know, you dwell in me, abide in me, I abide in you. Dwell in me, I dwell in you. Amen? Without me, you can do nothing. It is in the dwelling. He said, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. Not visit me. Hi, come and visit me. Hi, Jesus. Who are you? Oh, you don't recognize me? No. No. No, Jesus always recognizes you. But it's it's abiding in Him. It's a dwelling in Him. That's a... Continuous present. You continuously dwell in Jesus. Hello? Now, yes, the world teaches us. There's a lot of things that we are entangled by. Someone upsets you. You are sick. You're distracted. Or you look around and go, man, that guy is prospering. And man, I'm still here. Oh, that's happening. That's all confusing, you see. But what do I do? This is where I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. And as I dwell in the secret place of the Most High, I abide in the shadow of the Almighty. 
Everything becomes clear as I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Jealousy falls away. Come on. Anger dissipates. Hurt is removed. Why? I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. You know, today forgiveness, hey, forgive one another. That's a principle. Forgive one another. How can I forgive you? I can't forgive you. It's not a formula. I need to have the person of Christ teaching me to forgive you. Otherwise, I can come and forgive you now. But then I go back and I'm like, oh, I remember what he did to me. Ah, He's still lingering within you. You see what I'm saying? And you know, you're like, oh, I, I can't forgive. How dare she said that to me? She said, this. how dare she? This is not fair. How dare you do this to me? It's not right. Oh God, I'm so mad at her right now. But then, then I come up here. And then when you're up here, the higher you get, the godly you become. Okay? It's shaking, so I won't go higher than this. Uh, okay, the higher you get with him, the, the closer you get to Jesus, at the moment, he's up there, okay? We can't reach him. Uh, the closer you get to Jesus, the easier it is to forgive people. Having the person in you, then exercising the principle, you're now walking a godly life. Amen. A lot of us want principles, not the person. Tell me how do I become rich? Give and it will be given to you. All right, yo, here we go. I'll give you hundred bucks. Give me thousand bucks right now. No, don't laugh. Come on. I got his phone. I can steal it in Jesus' name. But you see, how do I become rich? There's so many things. Become rich. Give me hundred bucks. God will give you thousand dollars. That's a principle. Now you can't just act on the principle without having the person in you. Are you with me? That's what giving, I mean, I want to touch on a few things. But you see, it's, it's, it's the dwelling in Him is what brings clarity. Being with Him is what brings the godly character. Being in Him, you can be all Jesus-y and nice to people. That is nothing other than rubbish if you really are not connected with Jesus Himself. He is your life giver. Amen. Alright, so dwell in Him, not visit Him. Remain in Him. In Him you have life. In in Him you have peace. Now this is where it is. As you give, it will come back to you. Thank you. I give you $50. I got this tablet. And I take the... Thank you, Jesus. The other day, church, I gave Renold $50. Rupees, dollars. I gave him $50. And now God bless me with this iPad. Hallelujah. Praise God. No. That's not... Fully correct because you need to have the person in you, not just the principle. Because your motive to give is not to get something back, your motive to give is because you are in love with Jesus, you want to obey Christ, so you give. So don't be an Indian giver. I gave 50 bucks, I didn't get it, give me my iPad back. Okay? Indian giver is not us Indian, okay? Not the butter chicken. Just letting you know. 
You know, dwelling with the person of Christ, Jesus is God, Jesus is teacher, Jesus is the beginning and the end, Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith, Jesus is the bread of life. You know, we we sang that hymn last week, bread of heaven, bread of heaven, you know, he is the bread of life, amen. You know, we all eat steaks and uh, good drinks and steaks and greens and all the veggies. You want to look after your physical body. But can I tell you, are you look, looking after your spiritual body or life? What are you eating spiritually? Are you eating Christ? Are you meditating on the word of God? Because that's what give, brings life. Bonjour. Good. Okay, Jesus is the head of church. He is the great high priest. He is Emmanuel. That's my first name for the record. Jesus is, Jesus is the king of Israel. Jesus is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Jesus is life. Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus is righteousness. Jesus is the mediator between God and Man, Jesus is the Passover. Jesus is the Savior. Jesus is a good shepherd. Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is the, the, the righteousness. Jesus is the truth and the way. This is the Jesus you serve. The person of Christ. Don't just know Jesus as the cross symbol. I talked about this a while ago. I said Jesus is not just your Savior. Jesus is your shepherd. See, when you go to Jesus, He will forgive you. You repent, He will forgive you. You repent, He will forgive you. But if you keep doing the same thing, it's not repenting, it's repeating. Because the person of Christ, because the more closer I get to Jesus, the more I fall in love with Him, and the more I fall in love with Him, the more I want to obey Him. Are you with me? A lot of people go, oh, I shouldn't have sung, you know, like a, like a swear word. Oops, that came out. Oops, oh, I did it again. You know? Uh, yeah. And, uh, good. Someone's listening. Anyway. Okay. That's just a test to see who catches, who listens to secular music. You sinners. Oh God, forgive them. I'm testing. That's why I said it. Not because I listened to it. Acted on the principles of God. Now, look at this. When you act, I want to talk about this. I love this scripture in Hebrews 6, 1, 3. I love this. So, let us stop going over the basic teachings about Christ. What? Again and again. Stop going over the basics again. Let us go instead. Let us go on instead and become what? Mature in our understanding. Surely we don't need to start again with the fundamental importance of repenting from evil deeds and placing our faith in God. Come on, can we move past that? You know, he's not just my SWAT team. He's not just my ATM. He, yeah, we, we, we see Jesus as an ATM, remember? $50, $1,000. You know? Um, he's not your ATM, but what I'm saying is it's not about a formula, it's about a person. And it says, what does it say? Need, so surely we don't need to start again with the fundamental importance of repenting from evil deeds and placing your faith in God. 
you don't need further instructions about baptisms the laying on of hands the resurrection of the de- uh, dead and the eternal judgment and so god willing we will move forward to further understanding of who he is and i want to tell you if your relationship is still that baby relationship with jesus there's something wrong in your diet there's something wrong in your diet it has to be much more than just the elementary basic principles of jesus christ that's what i'm saying you repent you shouldn't think that way you think that way and you 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 ask god for forgiveness you repent but what happens now i repented from that swearing it used to come out of my mouth like blessing people so i repent from that i'm up higher the precept upon precept come on precept upon precept so what i'm doing i'm going further close to jesus christ now forget about swearing that's uh, who was to talk about swearing now all of a sudden it's about lust oh lust okay so now here i'm who cares about lust that's baby stuff in christian that is long gone in me unforgiveness oh i can't forgive come up higher and then you go ah oh, who cares about i it's easy for me to forgive it's very spiritual to forgive i don't struggle to forgive why because the person in me is more powerful more stronger in me than ever before come on forgiveness doesn't come with conditions the bible didn't say forgive one another if they plead plead you like a beggar and fast for 21 days then you think about forgiveness no he just said forgive and not just that hold this please tom i'm going to risk it now okay all right and then i'm going to go further now it's about me living <laughs> it's about me now living living sacrifice a holy and acceptable to jesus christ come on somebody it's not about me the more i'm up here the more crazy i am down there for jesus you know evangelism is not that scary anymore because from here i look at lost people from there evangelism oh gosh it's a duty i'm not an evangelist let me show you the scripture why i'm not an evangelist you know this is the, the don't make me do who i am not to be you know all those reasons but the further up high you come you can see the broken hearts you can see the broken uh, uh spirit and you can look at them the way christ looks at them and you can easily forgive not only forgive but to actually uh, help them restore and restore and uh, should i don't know i better not go further that's enough for me yeah you do it <laughs> i'm not doing it i got wisdom yeah i'm not a, i'm not a I'm not, I'm not a teenager to fall under peer pressure. I belong to Jesus. <laughs> so I'm not doing it. But but you see what I'm saying is your perspective is changed the with because you are with Jesus Christ. When you come down here, 
It's not so pretty and you can't handle Christian walk here. But when you're up here with him, then you are able to clothe yourself with the personality of Christ, the person of Jesus, the character of God. And no matter what people say to you, you can easily forgive them. So, uh, you know, let's go into maturity. There are three things that I wanted to highlight, three principles. What, number one is in Joshua 1.7. Only be strong. Only be strong, very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your ways prosperous, and then you will have good success. Now there's a principle here. The principle is, hey, don't, don't neglect the word of God. Don't neglect the word of God. If you know the word of God, the more you read the word of God, the more the person is revealed to you. Okay, here's another one. The principle, giving. Luke 6.38, give and it shall be given to you. That's the version I learned. But give and you will receive. Your gift will never return to you in uh, sorry, your gift will return to you full pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Now that's a principle. That's a godly principle. Now a lot of people, that's what I was saying. Oh, if that's the case, I might give you $50. No, 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 no. That principle applies when you have the person in you. Forgiveness. I've been talking about it, Colossians 3.13. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. It's as simple as that. Now these principles is what you act upon, but it's the person that you accept. You put on the nature of Jesus. And we can go on and on about these principles. I want to get the worship team up, please. You know, for us to flourish the way God wants us to flourish, we need the person of Christ. And we need His revelation. The revelation of who He is to us. You know, the Bible says that in Ephesians it teaches, our wrestle is not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. Amen. Amen. So here on earth, here, I'm not here to prove a point to anybody. I'm not here to wrestle with you. I'm not here to fight with you. I'm not here to argue with you. I'm not here to debate with you. Because that achieves nothing. But that's why we were singing that song. You know, how do I fight my battle? I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. My boss is being nasty. This is how I fight my battle. Is hide in the secret place of the Most High. People are misunderstanding me. And I've got anger problems. 
but i'm not going to fight in act but i'm going to fight by being in the presence of god here this is how i fight my battle is by lifting my hands to jesus to say to him it is not in my strength but my me lifting my hands is saying that i am weak but you are strong that i need you in my life this is how i fight my battle by lifting the name of jesus i fight my sickness not by with pills not with fighting with doctors but i fight my sickness in the name of jesus it's good to take pills but i hope you get the picture what i'm saying that i hide in the secret place of the most high that i dwell in the presence of the almighty god that i'm seated in the heavenly realm and he prepares a table in the presence of my enemies yes lord come on someone it is with christ we fight it is with christ we walk our lives by accepting jesus putting on the armor of god that is how i fight my battle